0: Miley from the Energy Boutique with your energy and ascension forecast for Sunday, November 6th to Saturday, November 12th. So last week, we had Mars, the ruler of physical action, our passions, our desires, even our anger, go retrograde in Gemini energy. If you haven't listened to that astro forecast I put out, you should definitely check that out. This is a major, major transit, major aspect taking us all the way into 2023. It is going to have a huge impact on how it is that we are able to exert ourselves out in the world, how we really align with our passions, with our desires. Desires, And of course, we have to process a lot of that repressed anger. Then we had Halloween or Samhain for those who celebrate on the 31st and quote unquote, when the veil is thinnest. If you hadn't listened to my last week forecast, you might not pick up on my little bit of sarcasm there. But that is definitely when the doorway between realms was Wide open. Many of us, of course, being able to connect to our higher selves, to our ancestors, we had a wild dream state really kind of mess us up. That is, of course, if you were lucky enough to actually sleep the magic the mystery the thickness of the energetic realm was definitely felt on that day and definitely carried into the beginning of november of course we jumped into november we had a brand new life lesson thrown at us the energy was a little bit thick to get a brand new month off of the ground if i do say so myself if you've listened to the november energy forecast that i put out you will know that we are in for quite a transformative month. Now one would say, well don't you say that every month? Well yes, because every month is supposed to be transformative. However, we ushered in the November lessons With the first quarter moon in Aquarius, that was the halfway point, the marker, if you will, in eclipse season. We just had the new moon, partial solar eclipse in Scorpio on the 25th. We are awaiting the full moon, total lunar eclipse in Taurus on the 8th. And the first quarter moon was always a time of action, a time of crisis, the time of consciousness. And in Aries energy, the visionary energy of the Zodiac, you best believe that we had our sights set on some bigger goals, some bigger dreams, we were definitely activated to kind of break free and bust away from some of the confines of restrictions that we've been sitting in perfect energy to realize where it is that a death and ending a closure is needed in order to create the space for a new birth, a new creation to actually be brought to life. Of course, we are building towards this full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus that we are just days away from. And this is going to be the bulk of the energy that we're sitting in as we move through the weekend and into next week. So what do we have going on next week or this week, I should say, well, that is the full moon eclipse energy. We are going to have this very turbulent energy hit us on the eighth, uh, like we're already sitting in it because the eclipse portal is already open, but this particular energy is going to take us all the way to mid November. If I'm being honest with you now, the only other thing that we have going on this week, other than the full moon, total lunar eclipse in Taurus, that that will close the door essentially on eclipse season and help sort us out and put us on our path is, of course, November 11th, the 1111 portal, if you believe in such things. We'll talk about that in a little bit, um, but it is a very highly potent energy that we are working with this week, that we are diving into this week. And of course, we will have a lot of ascension symptoms to accompany that. So just a little bit of homework before I dive into the ups and downs of the physical symptoms that we are going to be experiencing under this huge shift of energy this week. I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being here I want to thank you for being in the chat I want to thank you for subscribing to my channel for liking for sharing for commenting I want to thank you for jumping over to patreon signing up even if you're not a paying member at least signing up to get those notifications that uh, this particular platform refuses to send out to my subscribers Um, yes there is a lot of repeat posts over there but that is just the free content of course if you're interested in diving more into some of the information that I share. There are two different tiers that you can sign up for. And of course, they each have their different perks. I want to explain something. Now I thought I had explained this last month and the previous month, I tried something different this month to avoid having to explain myself a million and 10 times. However, there are always the groups of people that just either don't listen, don't pay attention or just don't know. So, at the end of October, on the very last day of October, like I do each month, I release the forecast, the zodiac forecasts for the month. So, on the 31st, I posted all of the videos for the zodiac forecast for October. And this month, I thought by putting quote unquote review in the title, that people would get it that, hey, I'm posting this in order for you to review how your month went. But of course, there's always a little bit of confusion. And then I have people say, "Uh, you're a month late, Uh, you're posting the wrong month. Uh, Where's November's? So let me be very, very clear. My November Zodiac forecasts, are for paid subscribers. You can download your zodiac forecast, your sun sign, your rising sign, your moon sign individually from my website. Or you be, you can become a Patreon member on the highest tier and access all 12. And just like I have done in the previous months on the last day of November, I will go ahead I will make all of the Zodiac forecasts free and available on my YouTube channel for the community to review and see how their month went. So if you're watching these forecasts from previous months and you're wondering where you can kind of jump into November's, head over to my website, head over to Patreon, download the information, get what you need out of it, or you can wait to the end of the month and review it when it's free when it's open to the public, to the community. Yes, I'm a little bit frustrated. I I really cannot believe that I have to spend time explaining this particular process. However, as we've been discussing for the previous months, those particular forecasts are paid content. They will become free at the end of the month with a review in the title in order for you to review the month that you just had. I appreciate each and every single person That downloads their forecast because although it is, uh, I try to keep my prices affordable, although it is paid content, um, it has been, it's designed to help you. Yes, it's helping me in, in the long term. It is love. It is support financially. But mostly I do this to help you. So it's up to you whether you want to invest in yourself. It makes no difference to me whether or not you have a problem investing in yourself or not. I'm going to continue to do what I do best, which is put out different layers, different um, avenues, different resources of knowledge and information for people to dive into, depending on their level of interest and investment within themselves. And what you choose to do with that information is totally up to you. One thing I want to talk about, especially concerning last week's Ascension forecast, uh, you heard me speak about the low numbers that I had in the previous week, and they continued this week as well. My views have been off. My comments have been off. The interaction on my channel has been off. Last week, I had this lovely CV19 warning that many of you may have noticed, and it absolutely boggled my mind because I haven't spoken on those topics For months and months and months, Uh, YouTube sends out a list of like keywords that will get you in trouble for misinformation or whatever the case. And I make sure that I don't speak of any of that. But I had a beautiful, intelligent soul bring to my attention that the only keyword that I spoke about in last week's forecast, which I'm not going to say here, I'm going to describe it, um, had nothing to even do with that whole pandemic. Okay, what I talked about Was taking the thing that we sometimes wear on our face. I'm gonna talk about, you know, face things. So, yes, if you're talking about this CV19 thing, the thing that we wear on the face, right? But I wasn't talking about the CV19 thing. I was talking about the ego thing that we wear on our face, that false facade that we wear, and that we had to drop these things that we wear. On the outside of ourselves to make people think that we're happy and content and smiling and everything is good where we needed to drop that and get very real with ourselves. But because I said that one word, not only did I earn myself a little bit of a red flag on this platform for uh, being a spreader of misinformation, um, but my channel took a hit. So that's why I want to thank you for being here for the interaction, for the likes, for the shares, for the comment, because it brings my interaction rate back up from this dark pit that this stupid freaking platform has put me in for the most silliness of reasons. It absolutely just triggers me like you wouldn't believe. I also want to speak about the amount of rude ass people that came out of the woodwork last week to tell me how negative I am and how my channel is just spreading, you know, negative vibes and how, you know, the way that I speak and the way that I communicate the information uh, could use some finesse, could use a little bit of compassion and empathy Well, I am very sorry to say that that is not who I am. Most of you are here because you appreciate my transparency, my realness. You appreciate the tough love type of perspective that I put on y'all because that's how I have learned. And for those of you, if you're tuning in and you know, you like some of the information, you like some of the conversations that we have over on this channel. You like the community, but you don't necessarily like me or my voice, or the way that I speak, or my tone, or my vibe, or whatever the case may be, please feel free to scroll on. One thing I have no patience for is the amount of energy that it takes a person to actually sit down and insult another person on the interweb okay, telephone, tough guy, keyboard warrior. I don't appreciate it. I don't think anybody appreciates it. And all you're doing is giving everyone that is reading your comments, a clear snapshot on where you're at in your healing journey, on the type of person that you are. So you're you're giving a lot more information out about yourself than you are trying to hurt me. Because I can guarantee you, you're not hurting my feelings you might be ticking me off, you might invoke some kind of irritation in me. But to be totally honest, I don't have the energy to care anymore about what people have to say what people think good, better otherwise, about my channel. Trust me, there's nothing more I would love than to be able to shut all of this stuff down and not have to reply to stupid people, not have to reply to ignorant people and not have to even deal, you know, with this whole putting yourself out there because you have a YouTube channel thing. I would love nothing more than to shut it all down. However, I have a role to play. I have a responsibility responsibility and a con- contract to fulfill. And therefore I'm going to continue to speak my truth. If you don't like my truth, like I said, please feel free to scroll on. Now I'm not going to let the very few ignorant low vibe people ruin it because most of y'all are beautiful souls. I cannot tell you how grateful I am for the love and support that you all give each and every single day. I cannot tell you how grateful I am for this community and the interaction and the love and support that you show each other. Yes, it only takes a couple of bad apples in order to ruin the bunch, but we are throwing those bad apples out into the woods in order for the woodland creatures to feast upon and to put into the cycle of life, because that's what it's all about. So I just wanted to throw that out there that because we're in eclipse season, because we're in Scorpio season, because everybody's shadow self is alive and well and triggered and activated. That's why you're seeing the ugliness in the world. And that's why I have seen the ugliness come out and creep out and come at me. And that's why I'm sure that each and every single one of us have an experience over the last two weeks where we can say that the world is uglier, that people are darker, that there's more agitation, there's more anger. And of course, Mars is retrograde in Gemini, so we have to expect This anger, this frustration, this agitation coming out of the depths of the darkness of each of our souls. But how you actually exert that energy out in the world is an indicator on where you're at in your own healing path and your own healing journey. So, yes. We are seeing the darker parts of humanity creep out right now. But the beautiful thing is, is that at least they're coming out. We can see them. That's the whole point of transformation is to unearth these not so nice thoughts and feelings and topics and themes and people and show them the light. And when you can show them the light, at least we're aware that they exist so that we can do something about them. The scary part or the dangerous part is when they go unrecognized, unacknowledged. The whole point is to unearth the darkness, to show it to the light so that we can transform it. The minute that we are aware of something, that we are conscious of something is the minute that we can essentially transform and morph it into a different form that is easily acceptable or easily worked with. So all the ugly people that we're encountering right now, show them the light, smile at them. Just like I did the other day, thank people that they took the time to show their true colors and the insults in which they gave my way. When rude people come at me, I always try to kill them with kindness because they hate that. And I really get off. I get a lot of enjoyment out of not giving people the kind of reaction that they were hoping for. And negative people are looking for a negative response, they want that energy, they want that exchange. And there's nothing I get more um, satisfaction out of than feeling somebody's anger, feeling somebody's hatred, feeling somebody's just angst coming at you. And you just kill them with kindness, smile, thank them for being rude, thank them for showing them their true colors. Thank you for their ignorance. Thank them for, you know, for taking the time to insult you on a topic that they are totally ignorant about. That's how I deal with it. That's how I hope that you can adopt to deal with these difficult people because they're coming out of the woodwork and we have no choice but to deal with them. And our reactions to them speak volumes on who it is that we are and where it is that we're at in our journey. And that's why I say pick up the sword, call it kindness and stab them with it. Now, I'm not, maybe I should put a disclaimer here so I don't have people come at me say, oh, you're invoking violence. No, I'm not. Okay. We're talking about a, um, we're talking metaphorically about a sword that we are naming kindness. And we are talking about using that sword of kindness to stab people that deserve to have a little bit of poke back to them with love. We want to kill them with kindness, right? So don't come at me saying that I'm evoking violence, just like last week. I don't know how I could have been any more clear that I wasn't telling people that I was happy that they were ready to kill themselves. Like go back and listen to that forecast. I couldn't have been more clear. I was not talking about a physical suicide. I was not talking about, oh, I'm happy that you're at a breaking point where you're ready to take your own life. That's not what I was talking about. The amount of I don't know if I want to call it stupidity or lack of understanding or awareness or ignorance. I don't even know what the right word is, but I don't know how people can listen to things and just only select the words that they want to hear and then react in a totally uncalled for way on a concept that didn't even happen. Okay, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to last week's Ascension forecast where I went on a little bit of rant about how we're in Scorpio season where essentially we have to reach a breaking point where we want to die, where a death is needed, a death of ourselves, of our thoughts, of our memories, of our of our behaviors, of our emotions and where most of us are at that breaking point and how, you know, it's it's something to celebrate to be at that breaking point, because that is where we're on the precipice of change. And transformation. And that is what Scorpio season is all about. And I went on this beautiful rant, again, go back and listen to it if you feel the need to. But then I had all of these very just fired up, ununderstanding people tell me how like irresponsible it was for me to tell people that I was happy that they wanted to kill themselves when I literally said at the forecast, "Uh, I'm not telling you that I'm happy that you want to kill yourself, right? Like I literally said it and then I have these people come at me. Mind blowing. It it takes everything in me some days just to not go to the delete button on this YouTube channel and just be like, you know what, I'm done. Delete. But you know what, that would be the dark forest energies trying to shut me down. And that's not going to happen. Take a lot more than than the um, lower vibrational, ignorant, stupid people to come at me with their just silliness. In order for me to retract on my position and void my contract in this world to be a guide and to be a light and to be a a community member of this awakening. Okay, but I needed to bring that up because my goodness. (sighs) Let's take a deep breath. Let's cleanse our spirit. Let's move on. I just want to also mention to you that I'm traveling this weekend hopefully I am in the chat hopefully you see me in the chat uh, depending on where I actually end up in my venture um, and of course the quality of the internet there I 100% plan on being in the chat as much as possible but I am at the mercy of traveling of um, inter- weak internet. And so I really hope that I am with y'all in the chat here. I guess we'll find out. Um, And I just want to thank you for being here, for spending your time and your energy with us all in this community once again. So let's talk about these ascension symptoms. Let me just say... um, I sat here like I normally do to prepare for these Ascension symptoms each and every week. And I broke it down through, you know, each day and what we're dealing with. And let me just tell you what an up and down turbulent shit show we're in for. And I mean that in all the nicest ways, but but let me just give you an, an example, okay? For first of all, um, we have Mercury and we have Venus trying to kind of fight for the spotlight this week, which Essentially is not a bad thing, seeing that Mercury rules over our mental plane and Venus rules over our heart space and both of them are in Scorpio, which is essentially, again, putting an ending, a closure, a death to certain thoughts, memories, ideas, thoughts, feelings, emotions, all those types of things. And they're attempting to get on the same page with each other, which is a profound shift in our perception in our understanding and in our vision. On what it is that we actually want for ourselves, what we want to build and create and give birth to from here. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. However, there's like one day where there's like, um, what we got 15 aspects on one day 14 on the other, then we dropped a five. So the day after uh, the eclipse energy, which on the day of the eclipse, we have 12 different aspects taking place, which is generally speaking the the amount of aspects that we've been having on a normal day-to-day basis. However, the day before, we have eight aspects. Three of them only involve the moon because the rest is between Venus and Mercury, which is just absolutely mind-blowing. Then we jump into this eclipse energy, which please download your moon guide, uh, watch the video, watch the bonus content that I put out there so you have a full understanding of what's going on here. 12 different aspects popping off that day, 10 involving the moon. So we are going to be shook up. But then the next day on the 9th, we have five, five aspects. I can't even remember the last time that we had this few aspects, and four of them involved the moon. The sun that day. Is in a direct opposition with Uranus, which if you download the moon guide and you listen to the forecast for the full moon event, you would know that there is a team versus team action here. There's team Scorpio versus team Taurus taking place under this full moon event, three on three, uh, stellium on each and creating a T-square that we're going to involve Mr. Karma himself, Mr. Saturn, uh, in order to release that energy. Um, but let me just say, we will likely be frazzled, very jolted, very, very anxiety or restless filled on Tuesday with that eclipse energy. And then so freaking exhausted that we can barely even move on Wednesday. What I will say is, is that Wednesday being very, very short in the amount of aspects that we have, most of them are positive aspects. So there's like this good energy, this good vibe, but it's in our inner realm. I honestly don't think that many of us are going to be having very much physical energy uh, in us. And it's very typical to have a lunar hangover after a major moon event like that. Um, And then and then we just have this lull on Wednesday and then we're back at it hot and heavy on Thursday. 14 different aspects. Seven of them involve the moon. The other seven, Mercury, Venus, Mars kind of plays a part in there, too. But uh, for the most part, Mercury and Venus are really, you know, fighting for their lives. And let me just say, we're all fighting for our lives right now, because we're in Scorpio season, we're nearing the middle of it. And typically speaking, when we jump into any season, we start off with the shadow elements of that we reach the middle point where there's a balance between the good and the bad, we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And then we normally wrap up the end of the season by embodying the qualities and characteristics that the life lesson of the energy is meant to teach us. And we're almost there. Now we're just a little bit cluster F'd again this time around because we have this eclipse energy that we're sitting in, which means that we're at the mercy of the cosmos and the universe. And many of us feeling this urgency, this impulse to take action and make major moves. And it's just not time for that. We have zero fire in the sky, people. This is not a time for, for action or for initiating anything new. We literally have to sit back and surrender to it all. And then on the 11th, Which I do want to talk about. Maybe I should rant about that right now. Um, I'll complete the the thought first and foremost. But on the 11th, we have 15 different aspects taking place, which is a rather hefty, busy day in the cosmos. Now, uh, here's what I will say the 1111 portal is something that the New Age and spiritual community like to push. I mean, you know, if you wanted to go back the, the very first day of November, they're like, oh, it's the beginning of the 11/11 portal because, you know, first day of the month on the 11th month. Granted, that's if you believe in this modern day calendar where November actually is the 11th month. If you listen to the November energy forecast I put out, you would know that tr- the traditional month of November is actually the ninth month. So, you know. I speak about these portals all the time. To me, I'm going to repeat myself here. So for those of you who've been with me for a while, I'm sorry. Uh, but I feel that it's, it's worthy of repeating. To me, a portal, an actual portal, is when there are certain alignments or pathways that open up, open in the cosmos, which allow the energy from other star systems, constellations, planetary bodies galaxies, whatever you want to call it, where they have a streamline, a point A to point B that lets the energy actually enter into earth. That to me is what I think a portal is. Okay. When people are saying, oh, it's the 1111 portal, it's the 11th day of the 11th month. So that's got to be a portal. Well, no, that would be a numerological favorable day. If you want to get real about it, there's, you know, it's not like, The calendar strikes the 11th day of the 11th month and the planets and the galaxies all move out of the way for one planetary star seed system to shoot their light codes at the earth. That's not how it works. So what I will say to you is, you know, whatever you believe in is, is what is real. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the 1111 day doesn't mean anything. Because if you're into numerology, I'm into numerology. So yeah, we all like to see repeating numbers. We all like to think that they're divine messages. We all like to think that it's a sign of hope, that there's a high vibration and frequency that come with these numbers. I'm not against that. But when, but when we're talking about actual portals, and there's no astrological alignments taking place in order for a portal to actually open, I tend to want to stay away from that particular new age spiritual jargon. And I'm going to ask you to just believe with what resonates within you. If you believe in numerology and the 11th day of the 11th month makes you happy and makes you feel magical, then lean all the way into that. Because again, whatever it is that you believe is real. That is your reality. You bring to life whatever it is that you believe in. That's why we have to be so careful with what it is that we focus on and what it is that we believe and what it is that we allow to take up space in our mind. But if you are walking around thinking that on the eleventh day of this eleventh month of this fake-ass calendar that we all live on, um, that suddenly you know the the galaxies open up and somehow we receive higher intelligence and information from a planetary system out in the the cosmos because it's eleven eleven, then I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but that's not happening. Now, what I will say is that we have a lot of energy going on in the cosmos. Um, I don't actually see a portal opening up in the way that I had just described. However, there is a lot of energetic action taking place that is basically turning the knobs of this music, this frequency, this vibration that we're all experiencing. I talked about this before, maybe I'll bring it up again. Again, to those of you that have been with me for a long time, I'm sorry to repeat myself um but i look at all the planets as a volume knob on you know your radio or stereo or whatever And, you know, when Mars is tuned to, you know, this volume and uh, Uranus is tuned to this volume and suddenly you have to put your hand on Mercury and Venus knob at the same time and turn it to the left to the same degree because they're working in harmony. I look at it like a stereo system. I look at it like a frequency. You know, I don't know if you know about beatboxes and and creating music yourself, but even, you know, using a a piano analogy. If a certain key is Mercury and a certain key is Venus and we're hitting these certain keys at the same time when Venus and Mercury are interacting with each other, it's going to give off a different sound than if we were to hit, you know, the key, the vibration, the sound, the frequency that Venus is versus Pluto at the same time. Right. So that's the way that I envision the planetary system in my mind. And when we have these aspects, it's essentially turning the knobs, turning the volume up, turning the frequencies up. And each time that we have an interaction between planets, it is a signature vibration and frequency. We can't have the same day ever. Right. You could you could have Mercury and Venus interact on two different days, but they're going to be at different degrees of different signs and they're going to be interacting in a different way, which means that we're getting a different sound from them. So the way that I look at astrology, the way that I look at the energy, the way that I'm able to dissect and discern what kind of energy we're going to experience for the day is I, took, I take a look at the knobs that are being turned and which ones are being kind of turned to the same degree at the same time. And the energy signature, the frequency, the sound, the vibration that we would hear if those knobs were being kind of manipulated at the same time. And so what I'm saying is, is that each day carries a very specific energy signature. And when we take a look at 1111, yes, there's a lot of astrology going on that day. Yes, there's some very significant knob turning. And with that knob turning, especially building up to this eclipse energy, which is a signature sound all in itself, can never be replicated or repeated in that way ever again. Then the song the, the frequency, the vibration is kind of changing from that peak climax in this, you know, beautiful masterpiece of music that we're making here. And then by the time that we get to the 1111, quote unquote, pour and all. Again, sarcasm for those of you that are not well-versed in who it is that I am and the sarcasm that I speak. Because a lot, I think a lot of the people that come at me with hateful things, they just are not well-versed in sarcasm. They, they don't know me. They think I'm actually, you know, speaking actual factual truth when most of the time I'm mocking myself or someone else or the spiritual community or whatever. There's a, a lot of sarcasm that I speak. And many of you pick up on it, thankfully. I'm so grateful for that. But a lot of people don't. So when I, when I make, you know, that kind of whiny voice, like the 1111 portal, or when the veil is thin, that is me being sarcastic and mocking, okay? Take with it whatever you want from it. Um, that, that's how I roll. So anyways, the 1111 portal. Has a lot of very interesting signature frequencies, signature sounds, signature vibrationals. Right? We're turning those knobs. We're getting different vibrations. It's like the bass hits different. Right? I want you to think just you know putting on the the baddest uh, playlist that you could possibly be bumping to when you're driving in the car, and just having the bass hit different. That's what we're getting when there are certain planetary aspects taking place. And yes, the 11-11 has a lot of very interesting energetic signatures. Um, I actually feel that, uh, well, astrologically and energetically speaking, that the 12th would be more of a profound day for shifts to be taking place, for there to be significant uh, storylines coming to light, especially on the Greater Grander Global Collective here. I think that the 12th is going to be a lot more significant for... Uh, earthly storylines and timelines than the 1111 portal would actually be. Okay, so enough mocking, enough sarcasm. I want to just talk about the fact that, yes, just as I ran through, there is a lot of topsy turvy energy this week, a lot of ups and downs. It is going to be a roller coaster. The full moon, total lunar eclipse, is supposed to destabilize our footing, our foundation. Uranus is a major factor. In this particular full moon event, he is the great awakener. He likes to shock us, likes to throw us some wild card energies. He is a retrograde in Taurus energy, which is supposed to be shaking the foundation beneath our feet, where our routines are concerned, where our relationships are concerned, where our self-worth, our values are concerned, where our finances are concerned, the whole shebang. Now, what I will say is that there is a high probability with the energies that I've scoped out for this coming week. Where we may see the physical manifestation of these energies bust out in earthquakes, in volcanic eruptions, in some shocking, I'm going to say, um, temperature changes in areas that maybe those temperatures shouldn't be taking place. I'm going to be talking, uh, talking more about the um, dramatic changes to our Earth. We're going to have, uh, like, I know there's been lots of floodings in different areas. Um, I I get that. But we're literally going to see where chunks of the earth just fall away from the earth and, like, dissolve itself into the sea. This is Taurus energy uh, being eroded by the Scorpio energy of the water energy, right? And when it comes to seeing physical manifestations of the astrological energy that we're currently being influenced under... Um, You know, we're talking Uranus energy, which is lightning. We're talking about Taurus energy that is Earth. We're talking about Scorpio energy that is water and talking about some unexpected situations, some total transformations of these particular, I'm going to say, land masses So I want you to pay attention to that. Um, Individually speaking, we are going to see our realities shift and change once again. For those of you that keep messaging me and saying, I don't think I'm on the right path. I'm not able to do anything. I can barely move. I'm, I'm not able to get anything done. There's no action. Well, there's not supposed to be. You need to relax. This is the point in time where you're out in the ocean, okay? and you've been swimming and swimming and and trying to swim against the current in order to get closer and closer to land. And you're growing exhausted. And even more than that, you're realizing that Here I am trying to exert myself and swim in a particular direction. I'm not getting absolutely anywheres because I'm going against the waves, against the tide here. So then you're like, okay, well, maybe I should just stay in one spot and not try to take any direction and at least tread water. Okay, well, that's probably better than exerting all this life force energy and trying to actually make a direction against the tides happen. So here you are, you're staying in the same kind of spot, treading water, and eventually, you know. The, the ocean, the the pull is, is kind of aligning you with the direction that the ocean wants you to take. So then you figure, okay, well, my body's starting to get really, really tired now. Um, maybe I should just surrender altogether. And now you have put yourself in a situation and in a position where you're now floating. Okay, this is what true surrender is all about. Get on your back, surrender to the energies, and just know that those waves will eventually carry you home. And those waves will take you to land eventually, but that land we will not see will not even be in our sights, the direction in which we even have to take is not even going to be something that we're able to realize. Okay, I need you to be all the way flat on your back, looking up at the sky, trying to make sense of the clouds that you're seeing, just trying to consume your mind with positive thoughts and positive ideas. And what it is as far as visions and dreams that you wish to manifest while the ocean doesn't work. Right. We need to trust the process. We need to surrender fully. Trust me, after the eclipse, the eclipse energy is over the door is closed on this particular energy, we will see land. We might not know how the F, the waves actually got us there, but we will see the land and we will land upon the land. And then we will take a certain direction once we reach that land. But right now, there's no action to be taking. Stop swimming against the waves. Stop treading water. Get yourself flat on your back. Float. Enjoy the scenery of the sky. Dream a bigger dream. Visualize you reaching the land. But know that any actions physically that you are trying to take right now to make things happen, you're only making a mess for yourself and you're burning yourself out in the process. And I don't know where you're getting the energy because most of us are absolutely freaking exhausted right now. Why is that? Well, because we're in eclipse energy. And what does eclipse energy mean? It means that we are going through a major transformation on a soul level. That is why we are seeing on the Schumann resonance, just green patterns of straight beams. And it's almost like you can see turbulence in that Schumann resonance because that is breaking up the old light codes in our DNA where pain and trauma and memories are stored in our cellular memory of our physical form. That's why we're exhausted. That's why we're at a breaking point. That's why we got no gusto left to give. And this is why we're fed up. This is why we don't know what to do. This is why we're tired of trying. Trust me when I say that you will be reborn, your spirit will be renewed, your energy will be rejuvenated. We are only halfway through Scorpio season. Scorpio season is about watching ourselves just dissolve and die and be resulted to this puddle of ash from being burned from so many different aspects of ourselves. And what happens in that pile of ash? We resurrect ourselves. We're reborn as the phoenix. The phoenix represents the highest form of Scorpio energy, but we're not there yet. We will get that when the, when the transformation is fully complete. We're not there yet. We're, we're just, we are, I'll tell you where we're at in the process. When we start Scorpio season, somebody throws us in a pit and we don't even realize that it's ourselves that threw ourselves in a pit. We think it's somebody else because we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for somebody to blame. We realize we're in this pit, we're crying. Oh my goodness, we're never going to get out of this pit. Maybe I deserve to be in this pit. Oh my God, my life is so awful. I've been in this pit so dark down here. The earth stinks. There's bugs. Everything's just horrible, right? We're at the point right now where we stop looking around and we're just starting to look up. We haven't looked up yet. And when we look up, yeah, it seems like a far ways away, but there's a light up there. There is a light up there. And now... We're half curious on how we're going to get up. So our surroundings have changed. We're no longer just looking at eye level, at the darkness and the depths and the dirtiness and the bugs and the grossness of this pit. Now we're looking up. We're starting, things are starting to look up. We don't know how the hell we're going to get out of this hole yet. Okay. We haven't gotten that far, but we know that there is a way out. We know there's a light up there. So now we're, we're looking to strategize, right? And this weird things happen when we're in a breakdown situation, you ever be in a breakdown and you're just like beating yourself up and things can't get any worse. And all of a sudden you're just like, I don't know who this whiny bitch is, but I'm about done with her because now I'm tapping into my dark feminine energy or my dark masculine energy. And now I'm tapping into the warrior spirit. And now I'm saying, you know what? I am not staying down in this hole. I don't care who put me down here. I am not staying here. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this hole. But you best believe I'm about to dig myself out of this deep ass dark pit, okay? This is where we're at in in the Scorpio season transformation right now. And we are essentially going to start climbing our ass out of this dark pit. And by the time we get out of this eclipse energy, which is just... Basically, every single time we make it a little bit far up in this pit, we get a little bit of an earth shake, an earthquake quiver, and we get knocked back down this earth ladder that we've just built and we get back down to the bottom of the barrel again. But are we going to be sad about it? Maybe for a split second. Now we're just angry. We're pissed off. Okay, we are tired of being beat down. So we're going to drag our ass up and we're going to climb up this freaking pit dirt wall. And we're going to make it further than what it is that we made the first time when we had the earthquake and it, you know, set us back a couple, a couple of feet, a, a couple of, um, I'm going to say, mental breakdowns, right? So now we're climbing. By the time we get out of this eclipse energy, we are going to be halfway out of this pit and halfway to the top. And by the time we get to this 1111, 11, we are going to suddenly get a gust of energy it just makes us be able to achieve climbing out of the rest of this pit that much more easier. And by the middle of the month, when we start shifting into Sagittarius energy, which, by the way, is the light at the end of the tunnel, we are going to get to the top of the opening of the very dark pit that we just crawled our dirty asses out of. Okay. And when we get to that pit, we are so overwhelmed with emotion because we have a new version of ourselves. We didn't know that we had the strength, the perseverance, the resiliency to find ourselves in a dark pit and to get ourselves out of it. Nobody helped us. We did it ourselves. How did we do it? We stripped ourselves down. We beat ourselves down. We put, a, we put on our whiny pants. We sat in it. We sat in our, you know, who to blame and all that kind of stuff. And then we realized that nobody's coming to save us. Then we have to save ourselves. And so we started to dig a ladder into the earth and we climbed our ass out of there. Even when the earth shook and it you know, pushed us all the way back down to the bottom again, we cried for a minute. We put the big girl panties on. We started climbing our ass out of this dark pit. We will reach the top. And when you reach the top, you're going to have a brand new version of yourself, a brand new perception of what it is that you're capable of. You're going to stand in a brand new truth because you peeled back the layers that you had to peel back in your shadow realm in order to reveal the raw, vulnerable warrior spirit that you always had within you. And then you're going to have a great appreciation for everything that awaited you at the top of that dark pit. You're going to be looking at your family members from a different set of eyes because you have a different attitude of gratitude. You're going to be looking at the landscape of your reality and say, you know what? I just, I just sat in a dark pit for the last month. I'm not putting up with your bullshit anymore. And guess what? I just peeled back the layers of my self-worth and guess what? I'm better than this situation. So I'm going to cut this off. I'm going to get rid of you. And now I'm going to start building this life that I envisioned for myself when I thought I was going to die at the bottom of the barrel at the Darkest depths of my soul. I had a dream. I had a dream and a vision of the reality in which I wanted to be living. And guess what? Now that I'm out of this pit and I'm taking a good look at the life that I had created for myself, this ain't it. This ain't it. I got a new dream. I got a new vision. I'm newly born. I'm rebirthed. I'm resurrected. I got some fire in me. That's what sad season brings. I got some fire in me. I got a brand new truth in me. I got a brand new vision in me. Now I have a different belief system within myself and what I'm actually capable of. That's where we're at. But right now, we're just like barely halfway up this dark pit. So that's why many of us are feeling like we're feeling. There's, there's nothing that we can do right now. We're at the mercy of just letting things naturally flow organically unfold, we will have a much better direction, a much better peace of mind, much better, I'm going to say attitude after the eclipse. So like I said, I don't know if y'all even have energy, I'm kind of lacking on the energy. Um, I'm lacking on the energy because I don't know about y'all, but I haven't been sleeping very well. And um, this is one of the ascension symptoms that are alive and well. And I'll tell you half the reason why we're not sleeping so well is because many of us have been having very, very deep, dark dreams. How many of you out there either have had a dream of your own death or killing someone else or having dreams of people that have died in this lifetime over this past, I'm going to say week especially around Halloween, right? That's when the veil was as thin as it could be. (laughs) Again, with my sarcasm. Um, But no joke, like the doorway was open to other realms. That's why our dream state was a little bit funky. Um, And our subconscious self, whether you know it or not, knows that when we go to sleep and when we go to the astral realm, that we have to encounter the deepest, darkest parts of our fears. That's why we're in Scorpio season. We have to recognize our deepest, darkest desires And then recognize that we have to overcome the wall of our fears in order to actually achieve and obtain our deepest, darkest desires. It goes hand in hand. So our unconscious self is knowingly preventing us from going to sleep and having these, I'm going to call them night terrors, uh, infiltrate our conscious mind, especially when we wake up, like when you wake up and some of that dream content sticks with you, that that is a very pivotal lesson that your unconscious self wants you to learn. And of course, not sleeping means that you're low on energy, which means that you're easily irritated, which plays into Mars being in uh, retrograde, bringing all of this repressed anger and agitation and frustration to the surface in order for us to turn that insta- into inspiration and motivation. Um, but again, we're having a hard time seeing the positive here because, again, we are we, we aren't even looking up from the dark pit yet. We're just looking around at the walls that surround us. And what we're seeing is a dark pit of dirt and bugs and death and desperation. Um, We will be looking up here very soon, but we're not there yet. Speaking of this dark pit, um, y'all still have something in your eyes that you can't seem to get out. You're constantly blinking. You feel like one eye is lazier than the other because there's like this this piece of sleep or it feels like an eyelash or a piece of sand stuck in there. But there's nothing visibly in there and. I don't know about y'all, but I keep putting, you know, drops in my eyes to try and work something out and it's not helping. There's nothing there. Um, Again, for those of you experiencing this, it's because we're having a hard time seeing our reality for what it is. And we're having a hard time seeing past our reality on what is actually possible for us if we stop letting our current circumstances dictate what is actually possible for us. We have to let the magic back in. And we're seeing a lot of things that we don't like, and we're having a hard time gaining a clear vision. And when we're having a hard time gaining a clear vision, our vision is literally physically obstructed. Um, I want to talk about the fact like the clearing of the throat. Oh my goodness, this past week, I've had such a hard time constantly clearing my throat. I feel like there's like a a piece of lung or chunk of phlegm or something that is sitting at the very top of my lungs, the very lowest part of my throat that I'm trying to like hack up. And I know that's not cute. And I know TMI, I'm sorry, but this is like, we are trying to cough something up. We are trying to, you know, unearth something, if you will. And, you know, the, not even going to call it a, a sore throat. It's like a dry sinus passage throat area. And you're just constantly trying to like eat something to soothe it. It's like a soreness or an itchiness, if you will, that just, you know, it's borderline annoying at this point. Um, But again, we're, we're transforming our truth, Mercury, of course, and Scorpio trying to align with a brand new truth. And that's what we get is we're constantly needing to clear out the old in order to actually speak the new. Um, Speaking about Mercury like I had mentioned uh, Mercury and Venus fighting for the starring role uh, this week which is a battle royale between the heart and the head and Venus is going through Scorpio Mercury is going through Scorpio and you know what we are unearthing a lot of truth we're unearthing a lot of visions a lot of aha moments the minute that we change our perception and understanding. Is the minute that we are able to change our emotions and our heart space and that's Venus energy, but you got to believe that we're about to shift into our empowerment phase. And that is going to have a huge emphasis on our headspace and on our heart space. So expect heart chakra activations, rapid heartbeat or feeling like there's like you can't take a deep breath or like there's literally pain in your chest. Um, And Mercury, of course, is the head space, rapid thoughts, rapid thinking, uh, a lot of pressure in the head. Mercury this week and under the full moon, which you'll discover in uh, the forecast and in the moon guide. Mercury opposes uh, Uranus and Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury. Uranus kind of aligns us with the higher forms of intelligence and Mercury is the lower level intellect. And there's an opposition here. There's a conflict here. And you best believe that this is going to create a lot of pressure in the head. So we may feel dizziness. We may feel a lot like our ears need to pop, like we're in an airplane. Um, Overall, you're going to feel your body vibrating this week. Like low vibrations, like tremors, shaking, weakness, whatever the case may be, but like vibrating. Our 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 energy bodies are upgrading and our central nervous system is getting a jolt of energy in order to try and clear out the energetic blockages. And this may mean that you feel dizzy or disassociated or semi delusional, like everything's spinning. You may feel like the um, like your legs are weak or they're shaking or like you're not on a stable ground, a stable footing. Again, that's a huge topic and theme under the full moon, total lunar eclipse in Taurus. Mostly because Uranus is retrograde in this Taurus energy and sitting next to the north node and and literally needing to shake us up, to wake us up, to see where change is needed the most. So we will be feeling that in the body. I want to talk about the fact that we're going to be just feeling like we're being torn in two different directions. Um, That's just the old version of ourselves dying and the new version of ourselves being born. Um, we get a lot of that in eclipse season because the nodes of the moon, the, sor- the south node and the north node are opposing each other right now. The south node is where it is that we're coming from. The old version of ourselves. The north node is where it is that we're going. The potential of our soul's mission, our soul's purpose. And we're being split in two. We're halfway through this eclipse energy. We're almost ready to close the door on this. And we're just feeling very torn in two. Um, I want to talk about the fact that like there's a weird there's a weird film, a weird taste, a weird sensation going on in our mouths and our food is tasting different. Now, we all know that most of the food is being injected with GMOs and chemicals and poisons. Um, We also know that we've been going through a purge of the lower vibrational frequency foods, processed foods, junk foods, um, and that many of us need to be uh, aligning with a new diet, a a new life force energy diet. Um, vegetables, fruits, so on and so forth. But even those are changing. And let me just say, it's not the food itself that's changing. It's our DNA that's changing. This whole ascension process is shifting our DNA into the crystalline DNA, the Christ consciousness DNA, which is essentially shutting the door on the two strand DNA that was genetically modified by our creators in order to keep us in this state of slavery and imprisonment here on the earth realm. And Every single time we level up, things need to change. Things need to recalibrate. And we are going through a death and a rebirth. That's what Scorpio season is all about. That's what eclipse season is all about. So we're getting double whammied. And therefore, the sensory system that is alive and well in our physical bodies is going through a recalibration as well. And we will be feeling that in our mouth and in our taste buds and just the weird film and the weird tastes that get kind of triggered when we're eating some of the same old foods that we have been eating. Um, I want you to pay attention to, we're going through this either this extreme, but we're either extremely dry or extremely oily. We're either extremely hot or extremely cold. We're either extremely sad or extremely happy. And we're either extremely content or extremely uncomfortable. And we can experience all or nothing in a very short amount of time. Now, your earwax is likely taking a change, especially if you're on the oily extreme. If you're on the oily extreme, your hair is changing, your earwax is changing, your spit is changing, your, um, the lubrication in your eyes is changing, uh, lube in other places in your body is changing, your bowel and bladder habits are changing as well. And you need to just be aware that we are, again, we're in Scorpio season, we're going through a transformation, that transformation takes place in all of the chakras, and all of the chakras are connected to different parts of the physical body. And all the physical parts of our body is going through a deep purge of the old emotions and traumas that are stored in the cellular level of our bodies, our memory of the physical form. And Because of that, we're going through a very uncomfortable and awkward change and transformation. So pay attention to whether you're on the oily side or the dry side, the hot or the cold. And just give your body what it needs. We want to nurture the physical body because when we nurture the physical body, we nurture the energetic body as well. I want you to pay attention to the fact that we might be having white oats or blackouts, I'm not sure if you know what a whiteout is and how it's different than a blackout, but basically when the energy peaks, we are unable to house our energetic bodies in our physical meat suits and therefore our sensory system is just like meeting the red line. You can get dizzy, you can feel like you're gonna pass out. You can be having just a total b- black screen in your eyes or a white screen in your eyes where you can't see anything. If you're around people, you might not be able to. To hear them because the ringing in their ear, your ringing in your ears is so loud that all you can do is see their mouths going, but you don't hear anything that they're saying. You might not even see them because it might get spotty in your vision and have these black spots or white spots. That's a whiteout or a blackout. The temperature fluctuation changes. You'll either go deathly cold and feel like you're just going to pass out, or you'll get so hot that you feel like you're going to pass out. There is a, a nervous system issue, let's call it. And this nervous system issue gets triggered when we have a whole huge amount of energy coming into our physical bodies, trying to break down the energetic blocks to free up those meridian channels in order to get the energy free flowing to all of the particular parts of our body and our particular organs. So be kind to yourself. If you feel a dizzy spell coming on, if you feel your temperature changing, if you feel your vision, your your auditory system coming in and out to the point where you feel like you're out, sit down on the ground. If you can put your your especially if you're outdoors. If you can put your your feet or your hands on the earth, go ahead and do it. If you can lay down and just make sure that you're safe so that you're not going to fall and cause yourself some harm, that's great too. Um, Get a a cold cloth on the back of your neck. um, Put a piece of chocolate if you can or some kind of grounding food in your mouth, under your tongue, um, and connect to the five senses. Breathe through it. You're going to be okay. The last thing you want to do is to give in to fear, okay, and, and hype yourself up that something horrible is happening. It's just energy. It will pass. Um, but yeah, it's going to come in a flash. It's going to come, uh, going to come on quick. It's going to leave just as quick, but it is going to be very disorienting at times. And, um, you just have to be aware that it is the physical response to the energetic changes that we're going through. So guys, I think that 's all i 'm going to cover for this week hopefully it 's helpful. Hopefully it gives you a little bit of i 'm um, going to say confidence that you 're not going crazy validation that you 're not alone. The last thing that I want you to do is feel crazy and alone out there navigating this wild ride by yourself. Um, I love the messages that I get saying, "You know what? I just listened to your forecast, and I feel so much better because you just validated for me my experience." And I know I'm not crazy. That is the best form of compliments I could ever receive. I want to make sure that nobody feels alone and nobody feels crazy. So hopefully listening to my little rant here today, the ups and downs of it all, at least uh, drive home the point that you're not alone and you're not crazy. So I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for spending your time and your energy with me here this evening and in the live chat. want to thank you for showing up for me. But I mostly want to thank you for showing up for yourself. I hope you have a beautiful full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus. I hope it shakes you up and wakes you up in all the right ways. I hope that you find a brand new grounded footing for you to build off of. And mostly I hope that you just navigate these wild, wild energy events with as much grace and as much ease as possible. I'm sending you nothing but love and we'll talk to you soon.